Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is a day I've been looking forward to for two and a half years. We're really proud of Timeline. <laughs> We're going to reimagine Windows. Microsoft is announcing the breakthrough game console called Xbox. We've created a platform attuned to consumers' changing behaviors and an evolving sense of play. We set out to make the best watch in the world. And today, we're introducing Nexus 7. This is it, Xbox One. And we are calling it iPhone. The latest news, the newest products, the biggest names. Welcome to Your Tech Report. Online at yourtechreport.com. Join Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flalo for the next hour of Your Tech Report. Oh, and you're invited to join us for the ride. Please follow us everywhere <laughs> online. It is at Your Tech Report. Thank you guys for being here. The email address, contact at yourtechreport.com. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. An awesome show lined up for you guys this week. Uh, Mitchell Whitfield, yes, how Mark. are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling wonderful. I'm feeling great. And the funny thing is, Mark, this many years into the show, yes. we've been doing this show for many years on Sirius XM, obviously. Um, when, you know, our lovely announcer says, join, you know, Mitchell Whitfield, I point to myself. Mark Aflalo, I point to you <laughs> like I'm five years old. Like, look, we're on the radio. Yeah. I still do that like a giant man child. So, yay. I just had to say that because people can't see us. They should, you know, they should be able to know exactly what we're doing. So Mid- full disclosure. Mitchell, it is a new fiscal year for most companies. Uh, September. Yes. Um, uh, kids are back in school uh, in some well, places. Well, they're, ba- they're back in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yours are back in the bedroom. My kids are back in the bedroom. Yeah. Physically in a, in a building, as scary yeah. as that may sound. Yeah. Um, Apple is at a heated war. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, a couple different companies, one of which I wanted to bring up because uh, I really kind of wanted to talk this out a bit, this whole Epic With Fortnite, Epic Gaming, yeah. yeah. Apple battle, but for a couple of reasons. Number one, because my son, Zachary, who's actually home from school today, he's going to be joining us uh, on, on our next segment to talk about... Yes, I love a good Zach segment, yes. A good Zach thing. He's going to come on to talk about the latest battle pass available in Fortnite. Now, you guys speak the same Fortnite language. I, unfortunately, yes. haven't really dove into that. I did not dive into Fortnite as much as anyone else, but this battle. Are we going to give an overview? Are we going to give? Oh, sorry. Before you go in the battle pass, are we going to give an overview of what this actual argument between Apple yeah, and Epic I'm, is I'm for people that don't know? This, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, Mitchell, yeah, I know, go, I know go it's been a couple of weeks, but you know, <laughs> you on. do know what you're doing. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> so, so, he, so here's the thing. I mean, so this brand new battle pass, which features great Marvel characters. Um, rest in peace, uh, Black Panther. Uh, God, that was sad, but that's another uh, story awful. entirely. Awful. Yeah. Um, uh, but it features, obviously, the Battle Pass features great characters from, obviously, Marvel movies. Um, but yes. un- unfortunately, people on a Mac or people on iOS devices do not have access to this Battle Pass. So let, let's rewind here for a second and feel mm-hmm. free to fill in the gaps here. But basically, yep. what has happened is that um, Epic, in a very calculated, very planned way, went to Apple and submitted an update that in the update allowed people like you and I who have the app to buy V-Bucks, their in-game currency, Mm -hmm. directly through them instead of going through the App Store and giving Apple their 30% cut. So you were able to use 
at Epic a discount thing. also. Yeah. Yes, true, at a discount. So it was cheaper. And the reason they said it was cheaper was obviously because Apple's not taking the 30% cut on this. We're using our payment processor, which only charges us, you know, 2.9% plus a penny or whatever it is anybody else can get now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put that update in the App Store and Apple rejected it. Um, mm-hmm. Funny enough, I was actually able to buy V-Bucks before Apple even rejected it um, through the <laughs> iOS app them. Yeah. or Zach. Um, and, and then what happened was Apple said, sorry, you're violating our, our terms, um, which were clearly laid out. These are the terms. If you want to submit an update that removes that feature so that you're no longer in, in, in violation, we'll be happy to put your, your app back up. So how did Epic respond? They immediately, without missing a beat, filed a lawsuit against Apple and launched a online campaign that mimicked Apple's 1984 ad about people being kind of, you know, dazed and confused. Oppressed and by the oppressed. man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A, per- a perfect, a, quite a, a brilliant parody of that ad. And they blasted that not only to all the Fortnite user base, but 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 throughout the internet. And this was extremely calculated because a, a commercial like that takes, honestly, weeks to months, depending on on your assets, to make that. It's not like they just responded. This They knew exactly no, they knew it was what coming. was going to happen. This do. is a, yeah. an argument and a battle that they were ready to engage in. Lawsuit was ready. Um, subsequent lawsuits came afterwards. And, and what happened, you know, fast forward a little bit here. Um, a judge did um, rule that Apple... Uh, sorry, let me let me rewind. I'm, I'm missing Yeah, there was one. a two-part thing here. Yeah, Correct, yeah. yeah the, the other part thing is that Epic, the creators of Fortnite, also create the Unreal Engine. And the engine is a tool in which other game developers use to build games. And it's the foundation for so many games that are out there. Just just so people know, the the Unreal Engine is used in almost every action game out there. It's 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 the core of the programming for almost every action game on the market. Right? That shows you how prevalent it is, right? Which means other other manufacturers, other other game developers have apps in the App Store using the Unreal Engine. And if Apple were to terminate. Epic's entire developer account, which not only includes Fortnite, it also includes support for that Unreal Engine, which means all these games would go down. So they brought this before a judge and a judge said, OK, well, we we hear your argument. We obviously don't want any other you know, bystanders to be affected by this little petty dispute that you've got going. Not petty, but I mean, we can get into the details in a second. So we're not going to let Apple shut down your developer account, which means you can continue to support your Unreal Engine. But Fortnite ain't going back in the App Store because you clearly violated it. You knew what you were doing and you refused to update it. So that's where we kind of stand today. And now, of course, the argument is, I mean, this is where it becomes a, a more of a These are two different arguments, event. though, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, these are different. These are, these are two different arguments, OK, because I think there's a difference between when something is illegal and when something just kind of sucks. And those are two very, I mean, just to put it in layman's terms, right? Those are two yeah. very different things. And to back it up even more, when Apple first created the App Store and they invited developers, when they first created the App Store to open up, you know, outside developers, third-party developers, people that did not work at Apple to create apps for them, they said, here's what we're going to do. It's going to be a 70-30 split. You get to keep 70% for anything you do, for any app that, you know, generates income, including in-game purchases, which is the important thing here. You get to keep 70, we get to keep 30. Now, is that a steep cut? Heck yeah. But when the App Store first came out, people were saying, look, if I have the opportunity to create something that can be that people, millions of people have access to, 
is isn't seventy percent of something still really good that's going to be available to millions of customers? And people are saying, "Heck yeah!" Well, over time, as time goes on and on, and there are more and more people in the app store, more and more customers out there, more and more people making money. And make no mistake, Apple is cutting billion dollar checks to people. You know, I'm not trying to defend Apple here. I'm just giving you the you know the information. Yep. Apple is cutting billion dollar checks to developers for their seventy percent of the hundred percent. Now, yes, a thirty percent commission or 30% fee for simply being the facilitator is a very high, it's a very large percentage, right? Now, I mean, let's not forget, and you mentioned this, and again, I'm not taking sides. We're here, not taking sides. We're just giving you information. But there are various, yeah. various things to consider. Number one of which, as you said, access to the, the, the millions of iPhone users is, is free marketing, basically. It's not Correct. free. You're, you're paying for that out of your 30% cut. Not only are you doing that, but you're getting the payment processing as part of that. You're getting all the support that goes along with, obviously, the developer account and access to that. When people complain about an app or problems, they're not complaining to you. They're complaining to Apple, and Apple then gets in touch with you. So there's a, And, of course, there's people, and there's, there's manpower, and there's... People approving there's, the apps that have to get paid. There's people yeah. physically who are getting paid, you know, not necessarily, you know, 30% of the billions of dollars that Apple's obviously making off this. But there are there are things you're getting in return for that cut. And you agree when you become a developer and you release your game in the app store, you agree to those terms when you start up. And if you if you decide down the road that you no longer agree with what they're doing or you feel that it should be different or you or you are the belief that it's a monopoly or whatever argument you might come up with, you've agreed to those terms. You know, you are at liberty to take your app away and, and, and put it somewhere else if you wanted to. And to be fair, Mark, they, Epic did not just sue Apple. They, in, in, in a much less publicized move, they're suing Google as well. Yes. They're, they sued Google as well for the same thing of not having fair access and not getting a, you know, a fair price for something in an open market. But he, here's the other thing. And I think the judge that has so, has overseen the initial suits. And again, we know how, what a litigious society we live in. We know this is not the end. But I think the initial ruling that came down was probably the fairest of all. Look, you are going against what you agreed to. You agreed to give 30%. Now you don't like that. So you're trying to get around that, circumvent that by selling direct to customer information portals to yourself at a discounted price to circumvent Apple's 30%. That's not cool. However, and, that, and that's in Apple's favor. However, the rest of developers that use your engine should not have to suffer because you're pulling this thing. You're doing this thing right now. Yeah. So I think what happened was, and listen, yes, 30% is very high. But if we're just going about, you know, contracts and what you agreed to. And it's so funny because they their, their whole campaign was like, you know, free Fortnite, free Fortnite from yeah. from the evil Apple empire, which is funny. And, you know. In all fairness, again, and full disclosure, Fortnite is a free game that technically is still in beta. Let's not forget that. It's still considered a game in beta, and it's a free game. The only income they have from that game is the in-game currency that allows you to get new skins, new characters, uh, new weapons, new, you know... Um, you know, new flying things, you know, people fly into the maps. Uh, so new, new ways of flying. So this is the way they make money. And believe yeah. me, they are making a ton of money on this. So it's two colossal companies that make a ton of money fighting it out. And I think so far, Mark, the way it's played out has been the fairest thing where, you know, yes, they, they agreed to a contract, so they can't really get an Apple for what they agreed to. But at the same time, you can't get you can't make other people that are leasing the engine yeah. that are paying for the engine that Unreal makes, you know, the Unreal engine from Epic. You can't punish them for the, you know, when, you don't punish the kids for what your parents are doing. That's really what this is. And, and, and of you course, know, 
you know, you can't overlook you know, the timing of everything. Not only the fact that they sued Apple immediately after being pulled, and not only because they launched this campaign the second, but also the fact that, you know, 48 hours later or 72 hours later, they're launching one of their biggest game updates with one of the biggest franchises. Uh, oh my God, it's huge. Being Marvel. Yeah. So they knew, they knew right away that they're going to create this divide and not only are they going to create this divide, but they're going to they're going to give people a personal uh, a personal impact. They're going to impact people personally by saying, "Sorry, haha, you can't get this great stuff that we just signed for you unless you're no longer with Apple." So putting right. putting more pressure on Apple. So I mean, and Epic is losing a lot. Let's face it; they're they're losing tens of millions of dollars a week, probably from not you know by not having their app right now in the app store because yeah. you know this is a huge update that you know people are playing Fortnite on their mobile device I know my kids play on their mobile devices yeah. Mark on the iPad and, and phones more than they play on the console well, so this is a huge part of their on the user base now. <laughs> yeah now they're now they're stuck playing on the console come on kids yeah. get off your tiny console, but you know what get off Switch. that tiny screen and get on the big screen yeah, exactly yeah. so you know I think everybody uh, you know while everybody's losing out here because everybody is losing out Apple's yeah. losing out um, Epic is losing out, losing out. Uh, consumers are losing out. Yeah, obviously. the consumers, um, which really, really sucks. And I think that you know, hopefully, while I don't, you know, think this is necessarily the the, the end result goal, but I, I think that there is definitely some room for Apple ten years later to say, wait a second, let's let's sit back for a second, take the pressure aside. You know, take the pressure from not only them but other people. Microsoft's getting on board, and other companies are showing their support for Epic. Take all that stuff aside and say, wait a second, you know, it's been 10 years. We've been taking 30% for 10 years. You know, is it still fair? Maybe there are some developers, maybe there's a sliding scale. You know, maybe maybe that's the fairest approach of this, where depending on what threshold of money you make, that percentage goes down. You know, I mean, you know, this is business goes like this and everywhere, you know, the more you buy, the more discount you get based on the, you know, volume of product. So maybe there's a volume of users or a volume of money and maybe that scale does slide down a little bit so that it does seem a little bit more fair to people out there, you know? You know what, Mark? Let me use a let me use an analogy from from my entertainment world. Okay, yeah. from from being an actor. Like let's say when an actor first starts out, yeah. and they you know they have an agent that takes ten percent. They have a manager that could take anywhere from ten to fifteen percent. Okay, well you're willing to pay twenty five percent of your salary when you start out because. You've got no leverage. You're starting off in the industry. You want to get out there. You want to get working. You want to get a job, right? Yeah. And you're happy to have people in your corner that are championing you and getting you out there. Well, cut to like five or 10 years later, you're a big movie star. You can now switch to any agent that you want. Yeah. But your agent says, look, you know, obviously, you know, now when you make a movie, you're making $10 million. And I know you could go anywhere else. I know I started you off, but I know you could also, now that you're an, ex- now that you're an existing entity, now that you're a brand, you can take your business elsewhere. So I'm only going to take 5% because basically I really have to do less work now because people are coming to us to hire yeah. you. So so in that world, there are there are adjustments that are made. Here's the problem, Mark. Here's what's here's the problem with that, because I think I was thinking the same exact thing. Yeah. But here's the problem. Apple has now become more of a services company than they are a tech company. And I'm saying that not not ignoring the fact that they make phones, but I think they're I think they're they're equally a services company as they are. Let's say equal because their mobile division, mobile and services is far overtaken computers, laptops, PCs. Their mobile and services is now overtaken that in terms of what the money it brings in. Investors are used to seeing these huge profits, a lot of which come from the digital side. Okay? Come from apps, come from Apple TV, come from digital sources, okay? 
So for Apple to decide to cut, let's say they cut 5%, said now it's going to be 75, 25. That's going to be a substantial hit to the income. They have on a quarterly basis that their investors, you know, that the stock market looks toward for their huge quarterly gains. They're going to have a hard time explaining that money dip off to their investors. Say, well, we wanted to be the good guys in this case. And Wall Street's going to say, we don't care. We're used to these huge finance, this huge influx of cash because of your app store, which is what carries them a lot of the time. So it's going to be a hard sell on the business end to their investors to make that happen. Even though it might be the right thing to do, it's going to be a hard sell. Even if it's like, you know, depending on the user base, it goes down from 30 to like, you know, I don't know, 28. You know, I think there's there's minuscule adjustments that can make it seem like the consumer's winning when at the end of the day it doesn't really make a difference um, to Apple at the end of the day. But I I get it. I mean, there's so many points of view in this. And I'm really curious to see how it plays out because there was a clip from Steve Jobs. I'll try to find that if we can throw it in another segment later on where um, and it's from, you know, he's been he's been gone for almost 10 years now. Crazy. there's a clip with him on stage talking at one of these All Things D conferences, um, and, and he's talking oh, about... Oh, the Wall Street Journal ones? Yeah, yeah, those are great. Talking about exactly this scenario, and this is 10 years ago. So this is something... Kind that of they, a smart dude, by the yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> this is something they kind of expected, and, and I'm curious to see how this plays out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Fortnite, um, we have an expert on, on, the, on the line, on deck... Um, his name is Zachary. His last name is Aflalo. Uh, no relation, I promise. Mm, no, he's by, that's he's strange, myself. yeah. Um, he's been playing the brand new Battle Pass. He's been experiencing all the Marvel characters. I know this because my credit card keeps getting charged um, for different things. But no, in, in, in but not joking, on the iPhone. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. All joking aside, um, we got in the V-Bucks. But let's take a quick break and come back and let's talk to Mr. Zachary Aflalo all about the brand new Battle Pass um, because you guys have been playing with it. And I'm curious to know what your feedback's like, but I'm curious to get the, the point of view from someone who's been spending way too much time in front of their screen it is your tech report he's mitchell whitfield i am mark aflalo we're back in just a moment there's more your tech report after this what happens when we play outside we become healthier both mentally and physically we become more creative and more focused we connect with nature each other and ourselves let's take this outside a new podcast hosted by me marianne iveson an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. It is your favorite girl. That's right, it's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.